The scene is almost done, but you still need to animate the rings and their connectors below the water surface. If you need to catch up, use the scene named FlexRings.max you downloaded for this tutorial. Make sure you reload the point cache file as explained in the last movie. At this point, and if you haven't done so already, you may find it useful to disable the grid in all viewports using the G hotkey. There are two sets of self-illuminated rings and connectors, with the upper set brighter than the lower set. The rings are relatively easy to create and animate. They are simple circles with an animated radius value. Zoom in in both the top and front views. Go to the frame where the sphere hits the water for the first time. Scrub the animation to study the motion. Here, the sphere seems to be at its lowest point at frame 6. At frame 4, it hasn't touched the water surface yet. By frame 9, the sphere is above the water surface again. That's the range you need for the first ring, with a radius that would animate between frames 4 and 9. Go to frame 6 and create a circle in the top view centered on the sphere. In the modified panel, give it a radius that works for you. I will use 0.05 meters. Name it Ring Up 001. You'll work on the upper level first, the shinier rings. In the rendering rollout, Enable the circle in both the viewport and the renderer. This way, you'll be able to see it both in the view as well as at render time. Bring down the thickness some. I'll use a value of 0.002 meters. By default, there are six subdivisions on a shape between one vertex and the next. There are only four vertices that make a circle, one at each quadrant. This is why the circle doesn't appear smooth when zoomed in. You can increase the interpolation or use the adaptive method to smooth the spline. This increases the geometry but will yield better results if and when you need them. Move the circle below the ripple so that it never breaks the water surface. Minus 0.07 meters should work fine for the scene in this video. Finally, Create a new arc and design material and apply it to the ring. Name it Rings Upper and enable the self-illumination glow. Set the unitless luminance value to about 10 and test render the scene at about frame 15 to see the end results. To animate the first ring, start by setting its radius to zero and then enable auto key mode. At frame 9, animate the radius value to regain its earlier size, in this case 0.05 meters. This animates the radius between frames 0 and 9. To have the animation happen between frames 4 and 9, Simply relocate the first keyframe to frame 4.
exit auto key when done. Go to frame 20. This is when the second ripple is visible. In the front view, make a copy of the ring and position the copy under the second ripple. The animation of the second ring should take place between frames 18 and 23, as the sphere hits the water surface for the second time. With the second ring selected, move its two keyframes to relocate them to frames 18 and 23. Repeat the procedure for third ring at frames 32 and 37. And a fourth ring at frames 46 and 51. That was relatively easy. In the next movie, you create the lines connecting the rings.